It's our job to tell better stories. And always remember, it's the risk takers that are rewarded. People are sick and tired of being marketed to, and they're sick and tired of being sold. The single biggest story today in sales and marketing is how our customers are buying different Hey everyone, and welcome to the Growth Hub podcast brought to you by growth marketing agency Advance B2B. It's your host here, Edward Ford, and joining us today on the show is Anna Schutko, Product Marketing Manager at Supermetrics, who is indeed my colleague. And in this episode, we look at how you can superpower your product marketing. Now, Anna was employee number seven at Supermetrics and the second member of the marketing team. And during the three years she's been at Supermetrics, the team has grown to over 50 people. It's opened up two new international offices outside of its Helsinki headquarters and recently passed 10 million in ARR earlier this year. Now, Supermetrics is a product-driven company, and we cover a bunch in this episode, including the role of product marketing at Supermetrics, how to market your product to different key stakeholder groups, Anna's framework for launching new products to market, how to do customer research and translate that into marketing messaging and collateral, as well as how to generate strong word-of-mouth growth around your product. Now, Supermetrics was also recently featured in OpenView's product-led market map, so Anna also tells us how Supermetrics has leveraged the product as a driver of user acquisition, conversion, and expansion. On top of all this, make sure you stay tuned to the end of the episode where Anna takes on our Fast Five Challenge. So here is episode 37 of the Growth Hub Podcast with Anna Schutko, Product Marketing Manager at Supermetrics. Welcome to another episode of the Growth Hub Podcast, and it's my pleasure to welcome my dear colleague, Anna Schutko, Product Marketing Manager at Supermetrics, to the show. So Anna, thank you so much for joining us today here on the Growth Hub Podcast. Hey, thank you so much, Edward, and I'm super excited to be here. Yes, super, super excited to <laughs> chat with you here on the podcast. Makes a change from just at the office. But uh, today we're talking all about the evolution of product marketing and product-led growth at Supermetrics. And as employee number seven, I believe, who has been at the company for almost three years, you know more about this than pretty much anyone. So to start, can you give us your view on what is product marketing all about and what is product marketing responsible for at Supermetrics? Ah, sure. I love this question. So product marketing, in my opinion, is the core of the marketing as it's the closest to the heart of the company, which is a product or a service you're trying to sell. And it's very versatile. When you think of it, product marketing serves uh, multiple purposes. It educates the internal team about the products, you know, features, and then it encourages potential clients to buy the product. Also, uh, it inspires existing users to try out the new product features and make it stick and last, so to say. And this is what makes it so interesting and so, so challenging at times because there's so, so many moving parts. And uh, Supermetrics is a definitely product-centered company. It can be very clearly seen from its history, like how people interact, uh, how everything has been developing, how the process is run. And, uh, but, but the product is amazing. I, I, I fell in love with the product from day one and still it, it, it's just a joy to market it really. Um, and to, uh, under, to better, in order for us to better understand uh, what product marketing is at Supermetrics. Uh, let me just briefly explain what Supermetrics does. 
so at its core, we're a data pipeline. So the tool gathers metrics dimensions from different data sources, platforms such as Facebook ads, Google Analytics, LinkedIn ads, and 40 others. And uh, then it transfers them to spreadsheet tools, Google Sheets, Excel, for example, or data visualization tools like Data Studio, or BI tools, or even your own databases. So it's, it's really, really versatile. So uh, in our case, this product marketing element is tied both to the data source side. So whenever new data sources are being developed, then we have to market them, obviously. And then it's also tied to the data destination side. So whenever we develop a way to push data to a new destination, then the product also develops. So uh, the challenge that we have here is how to communicate the overall value of the solution to the target audience in the best way possible. Yeah, exactly. And you spoke there about the different stakeholder groups that product marketing teams have, which, as you said, makes this super interesting, but also brings its own challenges. So how do you actually market to these three different groups that you mentioned? So potential customers, uh, existing customers, and then also internal teams within uh, your company? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, and uh, you're right. Those are very, very different teams with uh, many different needs, which are pretty diverse, actually. <laughs> so that is making it even more challenging. Uh, so let's start with the internal team. Uh, I would usually communicate the selling points of our new product or new feature. Uh, or tell how the new connector kind of sets us aside from the competition because we really try to develop it uh, in a way that it provides as much data as possible for our users to transfer. And then uh, again, the question is, what is that that we do differently than our competitors do? So kind of outline the selling points there. Uh, maybe more on the technical aspect side, something I'm not really discussing with the users, but something good to know for the internal team. Uh, now, for the users who just get started with Supermetrics, so the second group, uh, usually they are already quite familiar with the new data source that we're adding. So I highlight the benefits of using Supermetric, what's the benefit? of transferring your data from, say, Adobe Analytics to spreadsheets with the help of Supermetrics and how the user can benefit from it overall, how the reporting processes can benefit from it overall. And uh, with regards to existing users, so third party, um, for those folks, I would usually tell how the connector bundles together with the stuff that we already have. So they know how to use Supermetrics and they're already using a bunch of connectors from us, those data sources that I would just tell that, yes, you can use this new connector together with the existing connectors in the ways A, B, C, and this is what you're going to get from it. Yeah, exactly. And now you've, or we have launched several products over the years. And I think a big part of product marketing is, is actually bringing new products to market. And we spoke there about the things you need to consider when it comes to communicating with, with different stakeholder groups. So if we think more specifically about 
product launches. What makes a successful product launch in SaaS? And can you talk us through any frameworks that you use or have found to be really useful when launching new products? Yeah, sure. Um, so in my opinion, the new product launch consists of many, many moving parts. So the key to success here is really to align everybody so that everybody's on the same page and assign tasks for a key responsible people. So you know that everything works as well on the machine. Everybody knows what to do. Everybody understands the tasks, uh, who is responsible for what and how certain things should be done. Uh, so in regards to our product launch process, uh, it's pretty big, it's pretty lengthy. We do a lot of <laughs> prep work. So you can pour yourself a nice cup of tea, coffee, <laughs> relax. I can tell you about the launch process we go through. Uh, so, okay, for this one, let's imagine that we've developed a new data source. Uh, this is somewhere you can pull data from. So uh, we call it a connector like this. Facebook ads, Google Analytics, you probably heard me using this word a couple of times. Um, so the work starts when the connector is uh, more or less ready. And then we release it as an open beta, which is available for everyone, for the most users, usually. And uh, first of all, uh, as a person in charge, I assess the size of the connector and kind of see what's the complexity. Some connectors can be pretty small and some connectors are really big, like Facebook ads, it's a whole ecosystem of its own. Um, so the first step is, the first part of the plan is to make a plan. So <laughs> I make an initial plan what kind of internal, external challenge can we use to market this new connector? For example, there can be questions like, do we even need a PR campaign for this? How big is it? Uh, are we well off just by sending an email and providing some information on the blog? Uh, then uh, we start partnership negotiations. Like, can we, can we partner up with a company behind this connector? And uh, can we get some co-marketing initiatives going? Uh, then after we figured that out, um, more or less get the process started, I educate myself uh, regarding the use cases of this connector. So by now I have researched about 40 of those integrations and every single time uh, the process starts from the scratch. So this information helps me understand who is the user of the platform, what are his or her jobs to be done, what are the needs. And uh, then I can see that, okay, a certain connector works this way. And um, next step is to test it out myself because I think there is no better way than to just dive in and really see how it works in practice. So I build queries, pull data from this data source and see how I can structure it. And at the time, I'm usually well equipped with the information. So I coined the initial selling points. Um, so there can be questions like, what's the benefit of visualizing the data from this data source in Data Studio, for example? Or is it possible to combine the data uh, from this data source with data, say, from Google Analytics? What's the value there? Um, then I also thank who are the users. So kind of trying to create this user portrait more in detail. Uh, think how exactly would they like to use this data source? Uh, 
then many times uh, it has been done so that uh, we have a connector, but in order for it to be super useful for our users, there has to be a new metric or dimension added. So maybe as a next step, I could ask our engineers like, hey, well, I've noticed that this would work better if we implement this feature. Can you maybe try and implement it? And uh, then they assess the situation as well and tell me whether it's realistic and in which time frame it can be done. So there is definitely a lot of back and forth between us and the engineering team during the first stages of this process. And uh, when everything is more or less added or ready or if nothing to be added, good, we proceed. Uh, so by the next stage, I've already identified the use cases and tried out the connector myself. So the next step is really to talk to the customers. We cannot, because I can have as many ideas and as many points of view as I want, but I don't know what works and what doesn't, right? So then I go out, arrange calls, and uh, really validate my assumptions. Try to listen as much as I can, ask the relevant questions, and get as much information as I can from the customer. Uh, then afterwards, as I've gathered all the information, I communicate it to the internal team. So we have the rest of the marketing team, sales team, the customer success team, I tell everything about the selling points, about the users, about the use cases, to those team, whichever is relevant for which. And uh, then we are, again, constantly thinking with the dev team to see whether there is anything, any, any issue which comes up that they should be fixing. Uh, after everything is communicated, after everybody learns about everything, knows what to do, uh, then, and only then, we start preparing the actual marketing material, which in our case is usually email communication, so an email, um, a lot of blog, blog posts, so blog material, and again, if there is some co-marketing going on, then we see which partner develops what kind of material. Uh, then, as we have the launch date, we launch usually it's the beginning of the week so during the rest of the week we can deal with the incoming requests about the new connector new feature and we publish the blog post and the email run ppc campaigns and tell about the connector to our affiliates and uh, of course afterwards we write down different lessons we could learn something that could have been done better something that went well and we constantly monitor the usage of the connector how people are using, replying to feedback. And uh, then we continue developing more advanced material for this data source. And I would say, yep, this is really how it goes in our case. Yeah, this is awesome. And this is yeah, quite a thorough overview to the product launch framework. So if I just try to recap some key points. So the first phase is really about the planning, beta testing, uh, understanding the user, identifying use cases, trying out the product yourself. And I think it's a bit fortunate for us since we are marketing to marketers so we are the customer ourselves so we do have that advantage compared to some marketing teams and marketers who are creating products for people outside their field but really trying to understand the user come up with that first set of messaging benefits key selling points the positioning and identify demand gen channels look at pr partnership possibilities uh, customer communication and then it moves on to 
discussing with the customer and this is where you get i think a lot of value and we'll i think dig into this in a moment on more in more detail validating your assumptions asking questions and then communicating with internal teams and then really just going with the launch having the retrospective looking at what could be improved for the future and, and looking at how people are using the product and kind of evolving the product marketing from there so this is a like i think a, a very good overview to one way to approach product launches and like you mentioned there that you know at the heart of product marketing is is really the ability to understand people who will buy your product and create relevant positioning and messaging that speaks to the needs of your customer so this comes back to the customer research so can you tell a little bit more about how do you actually do that and and how do we go about the customer research side of things at supermetrics in regards to product marketing oh sure um i cannot uh, you know, really emphasize enough on talking to the customers. I feel like many, many companies should do more of this. And uh, like I mentioned, of course, in order to get as much uh, out of the customer as possible, as much relevant information as I possibly can, I need to stay on top of the game. And this is why I extensively educate myself uh, about the way they use a particular data source data destination so I can ask relevant questions. Um, while I'm on the call, I ask about the person's background, um, kind of tasks they're kind, trying to accomplish in their position in their company, and where does Supermetrics as a solution uh, fits uh, into the bigger picture, so to say. What kind of role does Supermetrics play in their daily life? Um, then it's, it, we've always tried to, you know, listen to our users and, uh, create helpful features for them. And I think, uh, one very good example of this is the use case we have with Oikyo. Oikyo is a local Finnish SEO search marketing agency. Uh, so the story goes like this. The guys at Oikyo have been using our connectors and especially the Google Search Console connector for quite a while. And uh, they, they came to the office and uh, showed us the reports they've built. And uh, it was amazing because it just provided us with a lot of insight instantly. And uh, like I said, we love talking to our customers. We invite them to our office. And I think this customer communication we have with Oikyo is amazing. So shout out to the guys. Uh, so after the presentation, uh, they said, yeah, it would be good if your connector could do this and this and this and this. Because from the reports, we could clearly see that they need to you know, use some formulas in spreadsheets to extract the data further, kind of. So we, we were providing a very good amount of it, but they needed more specific, say, uh, predefined branded and non-branded search queries, for example. And uh, after our engineering and marketing teams uh, heard about it, we decided that we would love to implement their feedback straight away, and, and so we did. So we came up with a set of features. So we really upgraded that uh, Google Search Console connector according to what they needed. And uh, they were, when, when, we, when we rolled out the features, they were massively thankful because I could immediately see that it helped them a ton. So instead of uh, coding something or implementing something on their own, they could uh, use our new set of features, 
which by default were implemented in the connector to extract the data further. And uh, not only that, so after this Oiko case, we found that these features were useful for many, many other people. And that actually even helped us stay ahead of the competition because their respective connectors were not as well uh, developed, not as insightful as ours. Uh, so it was definitely a massive win. And this, I think, is how it should ideally go. The company should listen to the customer and then implement the feedback and then immediately you know, try to identify, okay, if they need this feature, how can we you know, implement that? Yeah, absolutely. And I, if I think back to my first couple of weeks when I joined Supermetrics within like one, two weeks, we had already had three or four customers, I think, actually come into the office, including Yona from Oikio. So again, shout out to those guys there. Just yeah. coming to tell us about how they use the product. And, and for me, it was a great way to get to know our customer, have a relaxed Q&A. So a super important part of, yeah, not just product marketing, but, but all marketing. And I think another big part of our product marketing, marketing playbook that you mentioned earlier is partnerships. So let's dig into this a little more. So how have you collaborated on co-marketing campaigns and initiatives with partners on both the data source and data destination sides and actually leverage their networks as part of product marketing? Yeah, sure. Uh, in our case, partnerships are amazing for us uh, and they're very, very strategically important. I personally love collaborating and leading different initiatives in that field. Uh, we did have actually a lot of campaigns both on the data source and uh, on the data destination side let me dive in a few of them so one of our most recent collabs on the data source side was with uh, Quora the recently launched Quora ads so we built a Quora ads connector we had a webinar where uh, myself Edward and uh, JD Prater from uh, Quora side told about the benefits of using Quora ads uh, together with Supermetrics. So highlighting the benefits of Quora ads as a modern platform for marketers. And how can you really combine this data with data from you know, different other data sources using Supermetrics to create really insightful reports. So that was something very, very valuable for our customers. And uh, we worked on a few initiatives like that as well. Uh, from the data destination side, uh, we had, I, I would love to call it fantastic project uh, run with uh, Google Data Studio back in 2017. So back then, Google has officially announced uh, Data Studio Connector Gallery as like a place where providers could list their own connectors, uh, which could bring data from different data sources. And uh, we were collaborating with them. So we were actually the first ones to build more than 20 connectors that would bring data from a variety of different platforms. And uh, we already had experience with that, building connectors for Google Sheets. So we adapted that experience to create uh, something amazing in Google Data Studio as well. And that, again, gave us a huge competitive advantage because uh, with our connectors, the whole experience it was 
carried out basically seamlessly in uh, Google Data Studio. You didn't need to leave Google Data Studio to pull data, uh, like with the other other companies' connectors. So with our connectors, you could do everything in one place, pretty much. And uh, because of this, uh, because we're the first movers, because we've developed uh, so many amazing connectors, shout out to our engineers, we were able to get a lot of media coverage as well. So we were featured in uh, Marketing Land and publications uh, like Search Engine Journal. So definitely some good traction here as well. So it was a really win-win-win for everybody. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. And yeah, great to hear about some of the uh, old school campaigns from back in the early days of, uh, of Supermetrics. And one thing to, to touch on now, and this is something that happened earlier this year, but Supermetrics was named in OpenView's product-led market map. So that has identified companies who use their product as a primary driver of user acquisition, conversion, and expansion. So let's dig into this. So how have you actually leveraged product-led growth at Supermetrics. Yeah, sure. Uh, so you probably heard the saying, culture eats strategy for breakfast. <laughs> yes. And I, I really love how uh, one interviewee from uh, SaaS or podcasts phrase it, uh, a culture does eat strategy for breakfast. However, without the strategy, there would be no culture, right? Uh, so ideally, the culture and the strategy should support each other not try to eat each other. <laughs> and uh, I feel that in our case, um, it's not only the strategy, which is product-based, but it's also the culture, which is product-based. And uh, I can see how this product-led culture supports the growth of the product in general. And uh, of course, as we grow and as new connectors are added uh, from the marketing side, we provide a lot of materials which attract more users and help them start the trial smoothly. For example, we have free plug and play reporting templates which instantly show the value of our product. And uh, whenever we develop a new integration, we add uh, a template to the Data Studio connector gallery so people can choose to use our default templates to populate it with data automatically. And uh, this creates amazing product experience. On top of that, Supermetrics reports can be shared pretty easily with uh, you know, colleagues and your friends, your boss, your clients, really anyone. And uh, they can just uh, get a user license and use Supermetrics to build on top of the report you've already built. So in a way, we also act as this collaboration tool where everybody can use us to bring data to one report, which is amazing. Um, another thing that uh, really helped us succeed, uh, this is what I love about the company. From very early on, we've adopted the strategy of uh, kind of like we are where people are present. So, uh, in other words, we do not have any uh, you reporting UI of our own per se where people would bring data to. So, uh, like I mentioned, we are acting as a data pipeline, bringing data to different places. And of course, if you're using Google Sheets, you've been using Google Sheets or Data Studio or Tableau, whichever tool, 
you can get Supermetrics license and uh, bring the data to the tool which is already familiar to you. You don't need to learn a new UI. You don't need to learn any new features or anything new, really. You just go with what you have. And uh, this is something that allows us to be flexible and very adaptive uh, to our audience. We make it extremely comfortable for them. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of this is tied to the product strategy, which does make sense since product-led growth is uh, really all about go-to-market strategy. So, you know, really it's about baking this into your product and into your strategy and, and into your culture. So as you said, it, it's all intertwined. And I think another important thing to discuss is word of mouth. So word of mouth is a really powerful driver of growth for SaaS businesses. And it's actually something Supermetrics has benefited from greatly over the, the years. So what happened and how has Supermetrics been able to generate this strong word of mouth growth around the product? Yeah, uh, so there are a couple of things to highlight here actually. I think first and foremost, uh, we have a product which uh, was developed by our founder, Mikhail, and uh, from very early days, it solved a pain point for Mikhail himself because back then he was working as a marketing analyst and was tired of uh, copy pasting data from different sources into one place. So he created a script which basically automated the whole thing. And uh, as Mikhail himself was the target audience back then, he, he kind of developed it for himself, but then shared it with others. And the solution was so loved by different marketers that it kind of continued growing and it grew into what we know now as Supermetrics. So the problem was very relevant from the very beginning. And as a result, the solution was very relevant from the very beginning. So of course, people were starting using it. Um, then every single time i'm on a call and you know when i talk to the clients uh when i ask them the question hey guys uh what do you think about supermetrics how would you describe your first experiences with supermetrics almost every single person says oh my god i had an insanely terrible pain similar to mikhail's pain of you know copy pasting all this data from different data sources and then there comes supermetrics the solution and like oh my god i'm so relieved like supermetrics <laughs> helps on so many different levels and of course when you feel so excited about somebody you know coming in and solving your problem you're gonna tell everybody about it naturally that's what happens. This is our, this is the way humans work. And of course, we try to leverage this word of mouth even further. So we have an amazing affiliate program, which you know, rewards the promoters of Supermetrics. And honestly, I do not know many other SaaS companies with such a great and so well-developed program. Shout out to our magnificent, magnificent affiliate team. Uh, we even have now long-term fans of our product in Latin America, where we don't really have an office there. So people just love it and uh, they join the affiliate program. They start promoting it and uh, they build communities around it, workshops, which, which is really amazing. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, definitely a shout out to, to all the Supermetrics fans around the world. And yeah, this is awesome. And I think before we wrap up and move on to the closing Fast Five Challenge, I'd love to ask, Anna, so what advice would you give to 
other marketers when it comes to product marketing and, and what are the things you really need to pay attention to when it comes to successful product marketing? Yeah. So number one, first and foremost, I would advise to carefully listen to the customer, try to deeply care and uh, really understand about their pain points, jobs to be done. And by listening, I don't mean blindly following whatever they say. Uh, what I'm trying to say here is that you should make smart decisions based on the data that you get from the customer, based on this customer feedback. We really try to tune into that. Um, and then uh, what I would say, secondly, uh, you have to love your product. You, have, you really do have to love your product. And I fell in love with Supermetrics as a solution from day one, back in the days when we had a very, very crappy website. Uh, but the solution was very obvious to me and uh, it helps you uh, be creative and come up with a variety of different marketing approaches when you really see the value of the tool you're promoting. And of course, I wouldn't be where I am without an amazing team. So there is definitely a lot of teamwork involved here. And thank you, Edward, as well, for being such an amazing <laughs> oh, teammate. My pleasure. Uh, yes, uh, Supermetrics is a company. We wouldn't be here without all the great individuals who put in all the hard work into the product, the marketing and sales, et cetera, et cetera. Um, being a product marketing is, like I said, very challenging. There are so many moving pieces that you have to align, so many moving parts. You definitely have to have a very logical organizer's mindset to bring everything into place and really align everything and everybody. And you have to understand a lot of complex ideas behind it. But yeah, like like I said, it's, it's, it's challenging, but at the same time, it's definitely very rewarding when you see the results of your actions. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And uh, of course, from my side, great to have a colleague, Anna, like yourself, who lives and breathes Supermetrics and knows so much about the products and our customers. So that was super, super valuable for me when joining the company. And uh, yeah, great that we could chat all about product marketing here on the growth of podcast and now i think we could move on to the closing questions and our fast five challenge so as ever i will ask five questions and all you need to do is answer as quickly as possible so anna are you ready yes <laughs> Let's okay go. great so first question what is the one book that you you would recommend others to read uh i really love a book called rework by jason freed uh tells a lot about uh philosophy of doing business these days and second book a second book is an influence <laughs> by robert cialdini which edward has recommended to me it's great guys you should check it out i yes. will not spoil it for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah so great that you read uh, red influencer an absolute marketing classic uh, second question the SaaS company you love and why i would say trello because i find the tool very useful first of all I use it a lot internally and also, I really like uh, Jessica Webb, uh, who is their product marketer. I like her view on product marketing, and I think we have pretty similar views. Yeah, that's awesome. Shout out to Jess, who is a former guest on the Growth Hub podcast. So uh, you definitely go and check that episode out after this if you're interested in Trello and, and product marketing. So third question then, your favorite place to read about marketing online? <laughs> 
I would say I don't read, actually. <laughs> I, I, I listen mostly, so I listen to podcasts. And uh, my absolute favorite one is the Sasser podcast. Uh, so Harry Stabbings, one love for you, <laughs> shout out. <laughs> and definitely love their uh, founder's favorite series. Uh, and uh, Social Media Examiner with Michael Stelzner. Yeah, excellent. And uh, yeah, definitely a big shout out to Harry if you're listening. We've got to get you on the show one day. That would be awesome. We haven't had a VC, so he's, he's definitely the guy for that. So let's see. Perfect. Uh, fourth question, most important growth metric. Uh, I'd say ARR, uh, which is also called uh, ending ARR growth, so the incremental percentage. And uh, I think this metric is highly available for investors, so I'll put my bet on it. And uh, MRR, depending on the structure of the pricing. Great. And then the fifth and final question, what would be your best piece of advice for fellow marketers? Oh, that's actually a good one. Um, so I'd say many people focus on the growth of you know, the processes, tasks, and revenue, and a whole lot of things. Uh, what they often forget is the people element of it. And uh, guys, you should always remember that there are individuals behind processes and tasks, and they are very, very much affected by all of the challenges and changes the growth brings and it ultimately brings a lot of challenges and a lot of changes so um if you help your fellow colleagues if you help your fellow individuals during the times of change uh, and at the same time if you successfully manage all the tasks then you would stay on top of any game guaranteed yeah absolutely so it's all about empathy and being empathetic and i think this is like really at the heart of all successful marketing is the ability to be empathetic. And I think something that was not spoken about enough. So uh, I think excellent advice there. So, uh, well, hey, Anna, I have to say thank you so, so much for coming on the show and talking to us about product marketing and product-led growth and everything else uh, at Supermetrics. This was a lot of fun. And as always, it was a real pleasure chatting with you. Hey, thank you so much. I love this conversation. That was Anna Shutko of Supermetrics talking about how to superpower your product marketing. Now, if you want to connect with Anna, then you can find her on Twitter at SuperpowerAnna and on LinkedIn too. And if you're enjoying the show, then please feel free to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you have any thoughts or feedback, then you're always welcome to reach out to me on Twitter at Nordic Edward or connect on LinkedIn. So thank you so much for listening to the Growth of Podcast brought to you by growth marketing agency, Advance B2B. Now, this is your host, Edward Ford, signing off and make sure you check out advanceb2b.com for more content and resources on everything B2B SaaS growth. It's our job to tell better stories. And always remember, it's the risk takers that are Biggest story today in sales and marketing is how our customers are buying different things.